welcome back to another episode from the Sensitive Souls podcast. I'm Rose. And I am Kel. And we are back with a new episode for the month of February. Indeed. Which has been a very cold, short month. It's not over yet, but been a cold, short month. Which means we've definitely been in hibernation. And we've definitely been indoors a lot in our own company, contemplating life as we often do. So, yeah, we've got an interesting topic for you guys today. And yeah, we're going to get into it. And we are available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Do just search for Sensitive X Souls on both platforms. And do follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our username is Sensitive X Souls on both of those platforms as well. So join us in the conversation. Kind of talk to us. Let us know what you think about these episodes. We really do want to know what you think and what sort of topics you want us to discuss. Yeah, I just wanted to do that little disclaimer for once because I feel like we never say the official things. Yes, we We need to (laughs) let it be known and follow, subscribe to iTunes and to SoundCloud as well. And please, yeah, we want to interact with you guys. So comment, like, share, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Yeah, help some sisters out. Which, yeah, we're (laughs) trying to be like... I guess sensible like in this sense like we love to have these conversations but it's like yeah I guess we have to kind of promote it too at the same time yeah. <laughs> we're not the, not the best at that but I guess give ourselves credit because yeah. these conversations need to be heard yeah yeah okay we just yeah that's it I need to add nothing to it these conversations need to be heard follow subscribe and tell somebody okay <laughs> let's get into it let's get into it so uh, this episode, we are discussing healing. And as I said, it's been a month of hibernation, I think, for the both of us. We've started out February with a lunar eclipse in, in the sign of Leo. And that, I think that's been very heavy for many people, for the both of us. And I'm a Leo, and that has been, and still is, very heavy. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so it's been a... Heavy start to the month. A lot from the shadows uh, has risen to the light, of course, or is, you know, in the process of rising to the light. And that's what lunar eclipses do for us. Um, The moon rules our subconscious and it rules our instinctual behaviour and our feminine side. And when there is eclipse, I feel like what's done in the dark comes out to the light. So healing was a, I feel like it was the perfect topic for us to discuss this month in light of all those changes and just getting to the point of kind of healing like why are we talking about this i know i think i've noticed a shift generally in our generation from what i've seen on social media i feel like people are becoming a lot more aware of the spiritual world or their spiritual selves the spiritual side of life and moving moving away from just what is material and really going within to make better sense of their behaviour and their thoughts and feelings and who they are as people and I think people are becoming aware that you know we all have problems in life we all have suffering we all have issues we all have disappointments and goals we don't seem to be able to achieve and bad habits we don't seem to be able to kick and we are asking ourselves questions on how we can resolve this like how can we be happy how can we achieve those goals and retrospect is really the only way it's like being retrospective and looking back to our past and looking into ourselves to understand kind of yeah the thought patterns we have 
you know, our relationship with ourself, kind of what, what is the status of that? Mm. Is it a positive one? Is it a negative one? Is it a judgmental one? Is it a supportive one? Is it a self-hating one? Mm. Like really going in and asking ourselves these questions and trying to find our behaviour patterns and identifying with our trauma, um, whatever past experiences we've had that have shaped us and shaped the way we feel about ourselves and shaped the way we feel about others and the way we relate to others and whether or not we trust others. I feel as though being retrospective and looking back on all of those things and processing is what leads someone to healing because Mm -hmm. that is what brings us to realisations about who we are, like how we work and why Mm. we work this way. And only when you have these realisations do you have a better self-awareness. And when you have better self-awareness, inevitably you have to look at yourself and see yourself Mm -hmm. for who you are and deal with that. Yeah, which is not always the easiest of processes. Mm. Because when I think about healing, I feel like from a mental perspective or like a physical perspective, like healing is never, ever easy. Just for example, if you scrape your knee, it takes time. It's going to bleed, it's going to sting, it's going to hurt before the scab even forms. So think of it as like a like a mental metaphor. I feel like people, because it's not seen, people automatically feel like the healing process should just be really quick when it comes to mental healing. I feel like sometimes we try to rush it. Mm. We don't give ourselves time to process or other people don't give us time to process because they can't necessarily see it. Yeah, it's not tangible. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. You mean like um, with healing, of course, people are, there's an expectation in society that you should be over things or certain things mm. shouldn't hurt you to the extent that they do or it doesn't make sense that this should affect your life or the way you behave. So you need to hurry up and get over it. And yeah. I think basically. a good example of that is, for example, going through a breakup. Mm. If you've, you know, you've been in a relationship with someone, you loved them, you trusted them, you thought that they loved you you've let your walls down, you've been intimate with them, you've shared yourself, you know, your deepest fears, you know, the parts of yourself you would not want the world to see. You felt comfortable enough to share them with that person and then they've let you down. That's essentially a very traumatic experience because it's like a sense of betrayal. Mm -hmm. It's a sense of I've laid myself bare for this person and they didn't want me or I wasn't good enough or oh my gosh, I've made a terrible mistake by allowing myself to be that open. And those are the kind of the thoughts and feelings that would go through someone's mind. And it will take a long time for them to heal from that. Like, there has to be a certain level of resilience to say, okay, well, this is life and this is what happens in relationships. And, you know, it's okay. I can mourn the loss of this person and I can, like, pick myself up and keep moving. But it doesn't always happen that way. Then a damage happens, as you say, Mm. like when you graze your knee. You've been hurt. You've been cut. Mm. There is no rushing it. But if you rush it, like, I'm fine. I'll pick myself up, dust it off, and I'm going to keep moving and don't deal with it. Actually, it still hurts. There's a cut there. Yeah. You haven't dealt with it, and it will come back and sting you at Mm. a later point. Is is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And, yeah, it's like we, sometimes we feel like, yeah, the process, we try to skip the process, as you said. Yeah. Or we try to, like, move forward without necessarily going through the whole process of healing. So, in terms of, like, a scab, like, where you pick a scab because it feels good in the moment, but, oh, no, like, the wound is bleeding again. Mm-hmm. You have to start all over again because you obviously haven't learned your lesson. 
because you keep on rehashing the same things. It's like that saying, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is it's insanity. Mm. <laughs> so sometimes I feel like, especially, well, I can say, well, the topic of healing is very live for me because it's so uncomfortable <laughs> and so different to what you're used to that it's like almost like the original pain is easier to deal with than mm-hmm. the healing because mm-hmm. often the healing hurts more than mm-hmm. the original pain mm-hmm. because you're transforming, you're molding, you're growing and growth obviously causes more often than not causes something to break, mm-hmm. to stretch, to like reveal itself. And that is never easy. It's never nice. Just like, I don't know, in, in any example, like if you're trying to build your physical strength or your mental strength, like it takes a long time and it's not easy in any shape or capacity like it's not a nice feeling for an athlete to have to train seven days a week 24 7 like mm. people throw up and stuff to try and like get to that peak where their body can take it that's just how the healing process is it's good it's like stretching your capacity stretching your mind mm. to heal itself so you can self-soothe because he knows in the future you're going to need that and it's it's never nice. <laughs> it's never a nice process, but you kind of have to push through. And it's hard to say. It's easier said than done to just... When you're in the moment, you're like, I'm healing, I'm healing, I'm healing. Nothing's changing. I'm healing, I'm healing, I'm healing. <laughs> Nothing's moving, but not everything... Because it's mental, you don't see everything come to fruition just like that, just like you see in the material world Mm. in the mortal world you don't see everything but one day it'll just hit you like bam this shift has just come but it hasn't just come like that it's taken months sometimes years of process to get to that point Mm. yeah (laughs) that was a powerful word and as you were speaking you made me think also there's a quote i can't remember who it's by but it's literally as you said growing and healing how painful it is and something has to change and something has to really be I, I can't remember the word you use but in the quote i'm thinking that it's about a seed like how mm. the seed literally has to be ripped apart to for the sprout to come up out that seed mm. so the seed is destroyed essentially it's bringing forth new life mm. but the seed is ripped apart in order for that new life to grow and the seed is in agony mm. like essentially mm. for that to happen so i hear what you're saying it feels so crumbling and I think definitely when I think about healing I I think it's your old self your old patterns your old ways the old ways you used to speak to yourself or how you felt about yourself if you never really loved yourself you kind of don't allow other people to love you or you don't respect yourself so you don't allow other people to respect you all those old ways must die Mm. like you must die a part of you has to so that you can be reborn And in being reborn, you're growing closer to your higher self. That's Mm. what growth is. Growing closer to your potential, why you're here, what your purpose is, what kind of karmic lessons you have on this earth, why your soul is here. These kind of, these are the growing pains you go through in order to bring you closer to that self or to that knowledge even. Mm. So, yeah, I think there is something to be said definitely about that death and rebirth when Mm. it comes to healing. And it's even just... Sometimes it's just death of, I guess, an ideology or death of everything you knew was a lie. Yeah. And I can speak, like, 
from experience, for example, in terms of healing. I remember when I was like, was I like 16, 17? And I realised, I kind of was raised as a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. I'm not strict in my immediate family, but in my extended family, like from my grandmother, it was like very strict, imposed, all these ideologies and thoughts. And I remember being a certain age and just feeling like absolute death when realising how Christianity was used to enslave Africans, essentially, and how particularly like the image of Jesus and prophets were whitewashed in all, as a tool of enslavement. And, I mean, I still believe in Jesus as a prophet, but just that death of everything I know is a lie. Mm. It was so painful, so painful, like... I felt so lost and like betrayed and hurt and confused. But in d that part of me dying, I guess the part that was, this is what's instilled in me. This isn't necessarily what I think. This is indoctrination. Allowed me to grow and heal past that to have someone who I understand like esoteric texts myself. I'll go and read it for myself and like fully interpret it. Like I can read the Bible, I can read the Quran. I can go online and do research about history to have my own understanding of what happened and who this prophet was and what this means to me. And it's not to detract from anyone else's religion or their faith or their belief, mm -hmm. but that's a certain, like, something had to die in me for me to heal and grow, to understand that concept for myself. Mm -hmm. So definitely death and rebirth is, I think, very important themes in healing. And mm -hmm. I also think what you said about kind of picking scabs and, and that sort of thing. It's like mm. the overwhelming sense of responsibility when you're healing yourself is, oh God, it feels a bit heartbreaking. It really does. Because yeah. when you're a kid and you're upset or whatever else, you just, you want someone else to come and comfort you. You want someone else to come and save you. We're fed all of these story, I was going to say story tales, fairy <laughs> Fairy tales and stories and films, <laughs> books, everything just about princesses being rescued and, I don't know, knights fighting dragons or whatever else. So we're really born into a society that teaches us you need to wait for someone yeah. to rescue you. Yeah. And that's what we do. We sit there, wait, I've got a Sunday best on, waiting for someone to come down, like an angel or whoever else to come solve all our problems. And then there's this <laughs> overwhelming, like, just... Ugh, when you realise no one's coming for me. <laughs> I have to do this myself. What do you uh, mean? Like, no, you have to do this yourself. Healing is, it is self-work and it is self-love and it is self-care. And it is entirely up to you to introspect, mm. retrospect, go back, figure out the patterns, figure out where you were hurt, figure out where it all went wrong, figure out where the trauma started and to realise that and let that pain arise and feel it and release it and move on in order to be better. Like, there is, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like society doesn't want no. us to know that power that we actually have. Yeah, like you need to not to self-soothe yourself. Society actually makes it easier for babies to self-soothe themselves which I don't I'm kind of against but you know when um parents are told to like leave their child to mm. cry out so mm. 
they can learn that they can't always cry and that you come and stuff okay, like that. So their attachment style can be like flipping anxious. They're gonna be terrible okay. attachment styles. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's like that message is quite clear. But as you get older, or as you get to toddler stage or like adult stage, people actually I've seen grown adult like big big age adults act out just like I deal with like a lot of like three to four year olds, just like kids, and expect you to come. Emerald. running up to them like they're still three or four mm-hmm. and i'm like oh really no <laughs> i don't have time for that yeah i feel like yeah society is, they don't teach you healthy ways mm. to self-soothe either it's yeah you need someone to like rescue you mm. get married and like be with someone yeah. or like be in a long-term relationship and that person always comes to you like when you're in need which is not true because <laughs> we're all humans and we not all like sustainable <laughs> we all fail at not some fair. point Exactly, it's not fair to put all your feelings and emotions burdens on someone else. else. So it's like either that or let's go and drink or let's go and do this or extreme ways of like self-soothing. Take some time to yourself. Mm. Mind you, reflect. Meditate. Meditate. You see it a bit more now, but it's it's not as widespread as Mm. just random stuff put out there. If you don't have someone, here's this. Like, here's Mm. this medication. Here's this thing. Here's that thing. And it's just like, Distraction. Distraction. What about yourself? Your mind. Oh my gosh, you got all this stuff. You don't need to solve your problems. Hey, drink. Look at the bar. Like you want to go on holiday? Look at this new Gucci bail. Oh my gosh. Got all this stuff. Like this is exactly. That's it. Materialistic. Any kind of materialistic thing. I feel like it's like shoved in your face. Like advertise everything every day. What about you? How about switching off your phone? How about turning off your notifications? How about not going on Twitter today or not going on Facebook or anything like that? How about turning off the TV? Exactly. I think you've just said a whole number there because, mm, yeah, where do I even begin? Okay, right. (laughs) You've said a whole number there because you're absolutely right. In terms of healing and gaining that self-awareness of your pain and your suffering and your downfalls, First, you do need to look into yourself and be alone with yourself. But we do live in a world and a society where it's absolutely just not acceptable for you to be by yourself. Like, Mm. we've got all this stuff to entertain you. We've got TV, we've got social media, you can go on holiday, you can go shopping and buy all these wonderful things. Like... Go get a boyfriend, go get a girlfriend. Like, yeah. you don't need to be by yourself. Yeah, like, We've got plenty of <laughs> things to keep you entertained. And it's like, it's all external. And I think you're right, society... In a, I keep saying society like it's like this thing or a person. But the world we live in... I can't even say the whole... This Western world that I know, mm. like, that's all I can say, really. Has definitely brought us up to believe, yeah, we need to depend on others for our happiness. We need to depend on things for our happiness. We need to buy things. Everything that we need is external to us. And exactly. look outwards. Look mm. outwards to to have your needs met. Look outwards if you want to find happiness. Look look in someone else. Look somewhere else. Look anywhere but you. Mm. And I think that's what's going very, very wrong. For some people, I, I it's so uncomfortable like to even be alone, I think, for five minutes without being entertained by something, without looking at a phone, without having a TV, listening to music, like just to sit in silence. I mean, I have conversations with some people and to them, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. And I just mm. think how, I mean, so many thoughts pass through our minds every day. We've had, we have so many memories, we have so many emotions, we have 
you know, so much going on. And imagine that we just don't give them the time of day. Mm. We don't. We just keep getting new ones by interacting with all the external stimuli and we refuse mm. to interact with ourselves. And I think only in interacting with yourselves can you acknowledge whatever suffering you have, whatever pain it is you have, whatever isn't going well for you in life or isn't serving you or you're always wondering, why am I always being used or why are friends or partners always using me why am I always being treated this way why can I never stand up to my family like why can I never kind of get the job that I want to get or why can I never go and do those things I really want to do why can't I travel like that that person can go travel around the world why can't I do that you need to sit down with yourself and ask yourself these questions because you have all these wants or you know needs things you'd like to do in life but they don't seem to be happening for you or you have all these things coming against you in life and you don't seem to be able to battle them who, who better to understand that but you? Only you can unlock only you yourself. Can, yeah, and only <laughs> you can heal that in order to progress and achieve those things and do anything you want to do. But we've we just been taught to sit and wait for something or someone to mm. come into our life and make it all better. It's going to be a long wait. It's going to be a long wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can... I'm not even gonna. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna say you can wait if you want to, because well, you can really. You'll just be waiting till you're dead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Then you're gonna come back to the earth again as someone else <laughs> and do it all again, like because it's your purpose that you're achieving. It's not someone else's purpose. So even if someone comes along, and like I believe no one's an island. You meet someone, you meet partners or friends or associates, anyone that help you get to or assist you to get to your ultimate fulfillment mm. but you can't then put that on someone else because then it and it's like shifting your purpose onto somebody else mm. it's like it's not your full purpose then it's very true like you can't expect someone else to help you achieve your purpose or or basically you'll spend your whole life helping someone else further their goals and their dreams exactly. to get closer to their higher self whilst neglecting yours Mm-mm. <laughs> but there's just silence for that like that's kind of dead but it's, it's up to you it's very really, yeah I think it's really hard I said that responsibility it's a trip I remember I had this conversation with my friend and I said it a few times and I, she came back to me like a couple years later I was like I always remember that you said this I said what happens to you when you're a child like for example you know you have some children they go through things like maybe they're in an abusive home they experience neglect or their parents didn't care for them their mum didn't love them they gave them up they kicked them out they treated them like crap all of that stuff and when you're younger when you're in school for example if you're acting up schools will say oh you know they've got a difficult home life that sort of thing and family members might be like oh you know he's troubled he's had this and that happen to him and that will happen you know that will happen throughout your childhood to your adolescence when you get to adulthood now no one cares what you've been through no one gives a fuck. Whatever you've been through when you're a child, if you're a teenager, okay, well, people expect you to know how to deal with it and know mm-hmm. how to function in their society, honey. They don't care. You're not stopping the cogs to their machine. You're not stopping their money. They don't business what you've been through when you're a child. Then mm-hmm. you're expected to know how to get over it. And I feel like we live in a world where there are many people who are damaged mm-hmm. as a result of childhood or whatever else, and they do not know how to get over it. Yeah. They do not know where to start. And it feels like you're being left out in the cold. No one cares. And sometimes for a lot of cases, I feel like, yeah, no no one does care. Mm. No one does fully care. Like, you have to care about yourself. But it's very difficult to expect people to have that love 
and care for themselves if if you've lived in a world or lived a life where no one showed you that yeah like no one fully showed how on earth am i supposed to know how to love myself when i don't know what love is Mm. or when i only experience love conditional love like oh if i was good or if i went along with this xyz that's how i receive love i I only receive love in exchange for things that how am i as an adult now supposed to have a healthy amount of self-love and take action to do what i need to do and better myself like how where do i begin if i've not experienced these things i think a lot of adults a lot of us definitely can relate to that and that's we're stumbling through life Mm. and hoping that someone's gonna come and save us Mm. and no one is coming no no i mean there are a few lucky sobs like someone (laughs) does seem to come and save them i'm just saying but for the most most of us no one's coming and it's like it's it feels so unfair to think imagine like i've been through all of this or i've experienced you know kind of all these things or i feel down or i have depression or all and i have to heal myself on top of it Mm. so unfair this is (laughs) like what just just Ugh, it is just throw in the towel like this is not fair on top of all of this i have to then like sort myself out it's one of the but yeah you do yeah it's one of the if hardest you go somewhere battles like you said there's it seems like there's a few like individuals i i don't know i i don't think even if it appears that they've been saved i don't think you can mm. t- you have to the healing has to be from within yourself it can never be from an external source because i just don't feel that that's just not how the soul is made. It's true. Yeah. I think there's like a, there's a number of yeah, a good point. For example, there are a number of people, celebrities, let's say for example, who have everything they want. They have all the money in the world and can do anything they want and go anywhere they want, but they're just not happy. Mm. They're just not happy. They're still in pain. They're still suffering, and there's too many to name. Essentially, I don't know why someone who's coming into my mind now is DMX. Mm. Like DMX had such a rough childhood and you know he was so like damaged and hurt by the love he didn't experience from his mum and he achieved his goals and he kind of got the record deal when he's super talented but he just could not maintain yeah, yeah. and it's like imagine having everything you want and then realizing oh my gosh that's not the answer and i think even is it jim carrey who said that he wishes everyone could be have fame and money so they could see that yeah. it's actually not the answer yeah and obviously the world does put so much emphasis on money and how it will lead to happiness. And obviously having money does lead to happiness. I think it's up to a certain amount. I don't even remember the amount, but it's like up to a certain amount. Yeah, research has shown, yeah, you'll be happy. But once you hit that plateau, anything over than that, it doesn't increase happiness. Like, mm, wow. Yeah, it doesn't. But yeah, there's... there's but yeah. that sounds pretty mm. accurate. I feel like even if you do gain these materialistic things, I feel like... I'm going to say two song lyrics here. Okay. <laughs> One is from Lauren Hill and it's, I'm not going to say it verbatim. Why can't you say it? But, um, cause I don't remember exactly. I just oh. remember the gist. <laughs> <laughs> We're not copyright bound. <laughs> say it. I think. Oh, uh, gosh. She was saying like the people at the top are so scared of letting go. So it's like, even if you have all this money, you have all this wealth, it's you're still petrified mm. because you're thinking one day I could wake up and the stock markets could just plummet and mm. I'll lose everything. On the other hand, you could be poor and think, where is my next meal coming from tomorrow? Mm. The materialistic things are so here one second, Mm. gone the next. No matter where you are with it, it's like you're still going to have some types of 
troubles with it. Or like one Foxy Brown quote that I, I try to live by is, no one treats me better than me. Oh. <laughs> so that's why I feel like only you know your soul. Only you know what feeds your soul. What is what can unlock your your talents, your dreams, your creativity. And it may seem like because I've been, I was in a like a massive creative rut for a long time. And it's only through sitting down and reflecting and literally like really going through pain. <laughs> Sometimes I was endless crying but you have to go through that yourself to unlock like no one's gonna sit and cry for me like no one's gonna sit and dig down as to why my creativity was stuck for so long or other things and it's like you have to it's like an onion like you have to peel back layers and layers and layers to unlock exactly why this is stumbling you because you may feel like i don't know i'm not getting the best ideas at work maybe i'm not getting enough sleep why are you not getting enough sleep? What are you dreaming about? What are you thinking about? What are you watching before you just go to bed? That's what is hap- what is really happening there? Is it just sleep or is it your mind is really like replaying a past trauma that happened 10 years ago that you just, you need to sit down and have silence and really think and trace back why this is happening what is your mental space looking like that this action is not coming to fruition? Everything starts with the mind and the soul. Mm. Diet, exercise, going to work. I know everybody has this thing. You wake up, the alarm goes off, but your mind is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> your mind is like, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm done. <laughs> and you stay, you lie in bed for like another half an hour or an hour and you're like, oh crap, like, oh, let me get up now. It's your mind that tells you first. Your mind, your body just doesn't get up and go to the bathroom or get up and start to get ready. It's your mind that switches on first and says, you know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling alert today. Let me get up. Or sometimes your mind is like, nah, everything starts with inside. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) There are many sayings, obviously Buddhist sayings. The mind is everything. What you think you become. Mm. It's very true. That's my whole life philosophy is mind up. That is, the mind is the root of everything. Mm. thoughts are the beginning of everything kind of everything we see around us skyscrapers and planes and i don't know croissants that look like donuts whatever they all started out (laughs) as a thought that's the word (laughs) they all started out as a thought that someone then spoke into words and then you know created as an action so the thoughts are the basis of everything so it's like yeah your mind Mm needs to be healthy you need to be in tune with it to live your best life like to have the best actions you do need to have the best thoughts and you need to get in tune with those thoughts and Mm. yeah heal whatever negative thoughts you have which could be holding back your actions and could be stopping you from speaking your truth and living your truth and kind of doing what feels best for you to do Mm. so yeah i definitely think it's hard yeah it's hard to open those old wounds and destroy those old behavior patterns but they're not serving you if they're holding you back that's just there's no question really i mean you can stay stagnant but just try know that that's your life that's your life you can stay stagnant you can i don't want to do the work it's too painful it's very difficult and i mean i'm not saying it like it's easy some people go through horrific things Mm. in life some people have experienced you know wars just the deaths of loved ones around them, people living in countries where they're trying not to get shot on their way home. 
I, I can't imagine, you know, women are experiencing rape, torture, being trafficked. Like, mm. people are living in this world with just... It's just unspeakable. An unspeakable mm. amount of pain and suffering. And it's not... Like, just heal yourself. Sit with yourself and just meditate. It's yeah, fine. It's like, <laughs> I know it sounds like very airy-fairy what we're saying. We understand. But it's just not fair. And some people do so experience horrific things and you know there is support that you can get to to help you experience that but ultimately unfortunately it's like unless you, you make a commitment to healing whatever that looks like for you unfortunately you you know there will be a block mm. there will be a block on how far you can go and some people are very resilient and very strong and they can still achieve a certain amount of goals. They can put on their brave face. They can put on their mask mm. and do what they need to do in this world and help others and, you know, be good, loving, kind people, great examples of humanity. However, there will only be so far that they can go until they confront themselves. And mm. sometimes confronting yourself is confronting, you know, the pain that others have inflicted on you. Mm. And it's just not right. It's not. But that's why I say it completely sucks to, to think that you are a victim essentially of the world and of suffering but somehow it's then up to you to fix to it, it. Mm. it's not fair at all and it's just yeah how do you do this like as we said of course it definitely starts with first of all being in your own company mm. i just don't see how anyone can have any kind of self-awareness or heal anything about themselves unless you can have mm. at least like five minutes for the day in solitude like how do you like to know yourself like i feel like it's just an absolute necessity of course meditating is not for everyone but mm. to me you can meditate and you can sit on the floor and do your breathing or you can um however it is you do it but to me just even being by yourself in stillness in quiet for a few minutes a day that's meditation yeah like focusing your attention on something that's meditation and you can meditate while you're walking you can meditate like while you're exercising, while you're doing anything, as long as you're focusing your mind. To me, that's meditation. Mm. It's really up to you to define it. And talking about your past experiences and talking about how you feel and what you've been through and how you think that has impacted you and what you've noticed about yourself and what you don't like about yourself and what you do like about yourself. I mean, not everyone has trusted you know friends that they can talk to not everyone has trusted family and maybe not everyone has access to a therapist and not every therapist is good no. <laughs> it's really difficult but talking to someone or writing if you don't have anyone you can talk to or, or trust writing mm. it down it's a form of therapy it's telling your story it's letting it out it's you know allowing yourself to really express yeah. what is in there like it needs to find a way out mm. yeah that's what i was gonna say allowing yourself to feel all the emotions that you need to feel because mm. for me part of the like healing process i i went through counseling and i realized i was blocking off a lot of feelings linked to my past trauma so it's like i wouldn't allow myself to get angry I just resort to sadness because it was easier for me because the way I've seen anger played out was not always in the healthiest of ways. Mm. So she was like to me, so do you ever get angry? What does anger look like to you? And I was just like, no, I don't get angry because you know what? It's just 
I just rather cry. That's just my thing. And she was like, no, allow yourself to be angry. She was, at one point, she was like, I'm angry on your behalf that this and that happened. You need to allow yourself to be angry. So allowing yourself to experience those rains of emotions, which maybe the people around you don't allow you or shouldn't say don't allow you, but you feel like you can't express yourself around certain people. You can't let your range of emotions be shown around a certain um, type of person with that time to yourself allow yourself to feel those emotions when you start to unlock those emotions then you can go out and express and unlock those feelings and emotions to everybody and be closer to like your authentic self and when you're blocking off certain emotions mm. you're not being your true self mm. it's true and it's like i know there's so much stigma on emotions but literally we're here on earth like this is where our souls are we're in human form we are allowed to feel the full range of emotions mm. like there is not some for some like oh men can have anger and exactly. women can have sadness like no 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 you're human like you can access every single one disgust mm. happiness sadness anger confusion embarrassment with whatever it is you you can have all of them mm. you should feel all of them you should allow yourself to and in order to stay in touch with it. It's not that some are... And even... I know sometimes we call... Like certain negatives... Like sadness or depression or anger... We call them negative emotions... And happiness is like a positive emotion... And I know... It's kind of just the way we speak... But... It's unhelpful in a sense... I mean everything has its purpose... We can't say that some are positive... And some are negative... The positive and negative... That's what we've attached to it... Mm. It is what it is... Energy is neutral... Mm. And it's like... Emotion is energy and in motion. Yeah. Basically. So that's neutral. We've attached whether it's positive or negative. I mean, to be angry at, um, I don't know, to be angry at your sister for, I don't know, not buying you a cupcake when she bought herself one. My examples are stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's a bit much. But to be angry about, I don't know, people who torture animals, that's useful. Like, mm. that is useful. You know, so it's like everything has its place. To be sad because the bus driver drove past you or something. Like, yeah. okay, well, you can be sad for a moment, but it's maybe not that useful to continue being sad. But <laughs> yeah. to be sad because, I don't know, your friend is moving away to a different country. Yes, I think that's okay to be sad and you, mm. you can feel, you know, that's valid and allow yourself to feel that. My examples are trash, but I hope that you get the point. These are the stupid things that come to the forefront of my mind. But (laughs) But it's all relevant. You get the point. It's true. And I don't see the negative because I was called a crybaby and everything Mm. or whatever. Mm. But it's only now I realise because that was just, I felt like that was the easiest way I could release all of my emotions was through crying, Mm. which is why I did it so often. But there is nothing wrong with crying when that is exactly how you feel like mm. i feel no way about saying to someone you know yeah i'm just gonna go home and have a little cry you know watch on <laughs> precious and you know cry like it's, <laughs> so, it's needed for everyone men women it's needed sometimes you need to go home you need to put on an emotional film or even not even a film like will move you like you just feel like you need to go home and have a little cry and that is fine you need to release the energy or yeah. sometimes you feel like you need to go home and do a workout because you're just feeling frustrated and you just want to get all out and that is fine releasing mm-hmm. it in a positive well i say positive but that is releasing it in a in a positive way that serves you mm. and i say even in the on the flip side some people you know they can't be too happy because the people around them i don't know they're going through stuff or mm. 
you know, I've just, I've just got this really great news, but you know, I need to hide it because I don't want to, you know, upset anyone, girl. Nah, fam. You better share. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you need to share your life and share your good news. Exactly. And that's your joy. Mm. That's valid. Even if someone's going through something, I'm sure if they care for you as a, you know, yes. as you, your soul, if they have your well-being in mind. Side you know, they take it to heart and you're important to them, I am mm. sure they will be happy for you yeah. no matter what they're going through. Do not hide your light under a bushel. Exactly. Let it shine. Yes. Like, so... Preach. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. There are also times where people want to be happy and they've got good news and they've got great stuff going on and they feel like they just need to hide it because things aren't going well for other people or they don't want to seem like they're showing off. I'm so sick of society like making us feel as though being confident or being happy or you know tooting our own horn is like a problem. No it's not. No. You better toot it. Toot toot. <laughs> beep beep. Toot it. Who else is going to do it for you? Same like who who else is going to you know who else is going to heal you? Who else is going to like gas you up? Gas exactly. yourself up. Like gas yourself up. Look. Show up and show out. I've been posting outfits nearly every day on Instagram because I'm like, you know what, girl? Someone gonna see this. You outfit. look good, and I appreciate you. So I'm gonna post this up for you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's <laughs> your soul's inside. Like, okay, girl, you're welcome. Like, but yeah, like show up and show out like every day. And I think that yeah. is the point. You need to heal. You need to go in and retrospect, understand what's not serving you and what is holding you back. In order to kind of let the old patterns die, let the old die, whatever's not serving you, let it die. Let new patterns be reborn. Let, mm. you know, blessings come into your life. Let all the good yes. things shine. Like, yeah. get closer to your higher self. Grow. Achieve your full potential. Live in your purpose. Live in your truth. Mm. Ultimately, that's the point of this. I know we sound like we're just so depressing. Like, always talking about, you know, sadness and, like, self-love. But, you know, like... You know, friendships and like sometimes there are angry people. Like if the you world to is terrible. the world is a terrible place. But we're just saying it because you know you cannot acknowledge and appreciate the light without the journey through the darkness. Exactly. You know. So journey through your darkness. Mm. Accept that side. Accept your pain and accept anything that you think. Oh no, that makes me lesser than or. Uh, you know, I've been through this. I couldn't possibly like shine. I couldn't possibly be as great as the next person. Mm. That is you. That is your journey. That is kind of what you've been through. That has shaped you. There's no shaming it. And, you know, grow through it. Grow through what you go through. That's it. And be <laughs> fabulous. This is true. And another note is when you're growing, I use an example, you're growing. I don't know if everyone's got that thing of where they're like a teenager, you're going into your 20s. And then there's this, I don't know, this dress or this top that you loved. But girl, it doesn't fit no more. You've mm -hmm. changed. You've grown. Mm -hmm. We all have relationships or family members or anything like that. They've been with you. You're not like, in the process of healing. They were with you before that. And whilst you're healing, you're exposing not only things that are deep inside of you, but you're exposing who's around you at the same time the more you become mm. self-aware the more you're aware about everything else mm. around you mm. and you are going to outgrow some people the people that were at the beginning may not be for you on your healing journey and once you've healed those people may not be for you going past that pain because all they've ever known is you in that pain that's mm. why when you said shine your light and let that exposes your light may blind some people. Oh, and that's okay. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> that is okay. Oh yes. Let them mm. put on their shades and move on. 
<laughs> you don't need them in your life mm-hmm. anymore. And that is, that's hurtful, that's painful. The people that were very close to you might become distant, but that's necessary. It's necessary. You can't wear that dress anymore. Mm. It's three sizes too small. <laughs> it, you're, you're kind of done with it. Like, it's there, it was nice, it served the purpose at the time. Sometimes it doesn't even serve the purpose at the time. And then you realize that, like, years and years after, you've moved on to a new level. It is what it is. You've shifted. Energies have changed. So things need to change also. It's not just you. Some people will reorganize and reshuffle, and that is okay. And mm. those people might make try and make you feel bad about it, about your healing process. That person is not serving you in exchange of you serving them. Sometimes they want to keep you in that position just so you can serve them. You're not mm. even serving yourself anymore. Mm. <laughs> But you have to realize when it comes to that shit, and trust me, I know it's difficult and it hurts like hell because your identity is like wrapped up in that pain and that trauma and serving that person. It's like once you've detached yourself from that, it's like, what the hell do I do now? I've been <laughs> serving this person, this everything that I've got. Like, is this all for me? Really? Okay. Like, I don't know. I'm not used to having this much for myself, but thanks. Like, it, it's hard. I'm, I'm describing it like a funny way, but it's, it's hard. It's a hard process to go through, but it's necessary. And you will learn to adjust. You'll learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Soon the uncomfortable will turn into comfortable. And then, guess what? A new scene will need to be broken, but yeah, those are the movements you need to make. That is the wave. I've got nothing to add to that. That's absolutely <laughs> the wave. It's absolutely true. Yes. What a lovely note to end on. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rose. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that is healing in a nutshell for February. And we would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. So kind of as we said at the beginning, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at Sensitive <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. You can, of course, follow us and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, Sensitive Souls. We are working on getting a website up and running for you guys so that everything can be in one place. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay fabulous. Mm. Stay healing. Stay in touch. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye.